Welcome, everybody, to episode 84 of Door Tunes. See, we're kicking it out of the park these days. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really glad that I've got um, a wonderful guest with us with me this week. I keep saying us all the time. I don't know why I do that. Hey, there's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like them to introduce themselves. Uh, well, thank you very much. Um, so I'm Marcus Hedges. I am a composer. Uh, based in Brighton. Um, typically, I write music for video games, but, you know, um, all sorts, really. Um, short films, trailers, uh, ads, whatever. Um, but, you know, I place the focus on, on video games. And um, that's me, really, I guess, like in, in, a, in, a, in a very short, synopsized version. <laughs> Fabulous. And... Um... Something I ask quite a lot of people, um, I'm going to ask you today, is yeah. where you are now. Did you kind of, a lot of people have very different ways of how they got to where they are. So some people did it the kind of classical way. They went to um, university and kind of studied music or um, sometimes studied completely different things. Um, mm. How about you? How did you start your journey? Um, so... So I learned the piano from like a really young age, uh -huh. um, something that, I don't know, like uh, I had a little toy piano and a little book one day. And um, I actually, um, I, must, I think I must've been like six or seven. And uh -huh. I, I went downstairs to my parents and I said, I said, I've, I've learned to read this music. And what I hadn't learned to read the music, what I'd done is I'd listened to the tune that the keyboard played and learnt it by ear. Wow. And then I said, look, I'm I'm doing it. And um, they were like, oh, do you want, you know, do you want piano lessons? And so we went, we went uh, with a, you know, I, I sort of went that route and I didn't really, all I knew was that that was kind of like my thing right through, you know, secondary school. And um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody sort of shooting off to university and I want to go and be a doctor. I want to go and you know, do this, that, and the other. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I liked playing the piano. I also really liked art as well. Um, and and so when when it came to it, I was sort of flicking through a prospectus and uh, I saw that um, people, there was there was a course in there and it explained that it was, a, it was a course for commercial composition and music technology. And it was sort of telling me about how there were people out there that wrote music uh, for TV ads and films and stuff mm. and got paid for it. And I was like, what? Like, what? like people, are, <laughs> people are writing music and getting paid for it? Like, okay, interesting. And this was around the same sort of time that I was doing my A-levels and I was really enjoying like the, um, the module where I had to write some piano music and stuff. It was mm. just, you know. And so, yeah, I went to uni and, and I did that. Um, and like I did my degree and I, I did quite well in my degree I got first and I, I kind of thought I'd come out of university and 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 and, and fall into a uh, a music job like you know and how, <laughs> and and how naive Tony. I was <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and that just did not happen um, and I was kind of a, a bit of a loss I was like I don't really know what to do here um, mm. and so 
the the first after a little while actually the first thing i managed to get myself like an internship at a music production company and they were doing like compilation albums mm-hmm. um and essentially what they would do is they would like they would cover a bunch of songs um like for like and put them in a compilation album and i did that unpaid for like three months or something like that mm-hmm. and um unfortunately like they didn't hire me at the end of it but um i from that stemmed this this idea which was um i i always thought whilst i was doing that well why why would people listen to the like for like covers we weren't offering anything extra mm-hmm. and then around the same sort of time i found out that you know people because my style typically when i compose music is is you know orchestra based and i found out that people were writing orchestral music for video games in the same way that they were writing orchestral music for films like you know aesthetically i thought i didn't think i was going to be able to use my orchestral you know tropes to to score video games and so once i found out that that was the case i was like well well well, you know this is what i want to do and so i decided that i was going to start doing you know sort of fuse my love of video game music like zelda and super mario um um with my sort of love for the orchestra and stuff and i started this little project called the marcus hedges trend orchestra which was essentially um orchestral arrangements of these like soundtracks that were the basis of my childhood you know and a lot of other people's childhoods as well like just hit just one day i was just like oh you know I, i wonder what it would sound like if i just used if i just did a little album of um zelda tracks and it was such a short short album um and i took ages like get you know because I, I did the album i worked really hard and then i was like oh i've got a license it you can't just put it out there and mm-hmm. um so, you know, there wasn't really any platforms available to license color cover music and uh eventually i got it licensed and um uh i, I think like my first I think I, I think like my first sort of month or two in, I got my first paycheck in, and it was it was twelve quid, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, but but you know what? Like I I carried on doing it because I really loved it. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed sort of having like an like a musical interaction with these these soundtracks that that played such a big part in me growing up and all these kinds of adventures that I've been on in video games growing up. Um, and eventually, you know, that, that started to, to snowball a bit. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it was actually, it actually turned out, you know, I mean, so to, to just sort of give a little bit of a, 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 a bit of a, a number of uh, context to it, like, recently um i think last year i i, I passed about 100 million streams on spotify um wow. so to, to uh, but i've been doing it for like 10 years now which is insane yeah. to me um mm-hmm. um but the, the reason i'm saying about this is is basically because um in the end my first video game project which was which was a game called ari and the secret of seasons um the reason I kind of got that gig or got the opportunity was because they were being likened to Zelda quite a lot when they were in development. And I am a huge Zelda fan, especially Ocarina of Time. And I, I'd just done a big 
ocarina of time symphony like 50 track type deal and i said guys like i i think i could do the the music for your game like i'm you know have a look at my my cover album and they're like oh okay do you want to you, you know we like the sound of this do you want to pitch for it mm-hmm. um and i pit and i pitched and then i got the gig and and the kind of rest is history that was kind of like my foot in the door um yeah. for video games so uh, sorry if that was a bit rambly but uh, no, no that's, uh, that's great yeah that's um yeah that that that's that's sort of that's how I got got into it yeah and I think it's kind of like anything really once you're in you're in mm. you know and mm. like I think yeah yeah the, our industry you know it's so small everybody knows everybody so if you mm. shit on one doorstep you know that shit goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I just, yeah, I didn't. I, at first, I didn't realize. Like, I was a little bit late to the Twitter game, um, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like once I realized that, like, oh, you know, it is quite a small group of people, really, and yeah. everybody does know everybody, um, uh, which I think is really cool because uh, mm-hmm. you know we can all celebrate each other's wins um, and so whatnot. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, like I did this, did Ari in the Secret of Seasons, and um, yeah, then then off recommendation, um, mm-hmm. I got my next my 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 other gigs, and um, it's just sort of been chugging along reasonably nicely fr- from there. Um, With um, relation to your composing, how did you mm. kind of approach, or do you approach each project completely differently? um not necessarily actually um Mm -hmm. so the way that it's worked for me so far is um i speak with the i work closely with the audio lead Mm -hmm. um and we sort of just we'll have like a brief at the start he'll send me a written brief and within that um it will be you know here's what the client likes Mm -hmm. musically like some references here's what you know we also just as importantly what they don't like Mm -hmm. um and you know the kind of thing that they're going for you know does it the the sort of um the mechanics of it like how long Mm -hmm. does it need to be how many layers does it need to have does it need to loop etc etc um so that there's it's not a stab in the dark right that's like that you don't you don't want to you don't want to start doing music and just run (laughs) in the complete wrong direction yeah, um, totally. I get you. But uh, but yes, yeah. So I'll, I'll like I'll I'll ask for everything visually that they have for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm lucky enough that they'll give me a build, and I'll play it as much as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and take a bunch of notes and try and visualize like, you know, what would I expect here from the music? Like, what what does the game want me to feel? Like, is there any sort of yeah. underlining story? Um, and and then I'll just yeah, and then I'll screen record it, whack it into Logic, and and start trying to you know create something from thin air. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get you because um, so last year um, released Thunked uh, released um, the Magnificent Truffle Pigs, which is I worked on as a paid gig as a music consultant. So I did very similar oh, to you with that. Thank you. Mm. Um, where my job was to I basically started from the very beginning with the script, read the script, mm-hmm. um, trying to find out who the characters were, you know, individually. Um, 
and then putting like lots of um, playlists together, kind of seeing what kind of the sound that you could build for the game because of the the, the story and the characters and the setting and uh, you know <laughs> and what yeah. obviously yeah, yeah. wanted and um, it was really interesting. Yeah. So I did some playlists and then I compiled like. Um, kind of portfolios of different composers that I thought that would be really good to work on the game, potentially. Oh, wow. uh, And cool. then they ended up with uh, Kevin Penkin. Kevin Penkin. Yeah. Who can, would can you what what he like did. what kind of stuff has he done? Like? He's done the game Florence that was nominated for a BAFTA. Florence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You can play it on your like an iPad, iPhones. You know. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, I've not seen this before. It's fantastic. It's got amazing reviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really wow. fantastic. Okay. Um I like I've met him. I've I've met him previously, oddly. Um I was at I was doing a panel at EGX in Rest in London. And um okay. he I gave him a free ticket because we were we were having drinks afterwards. And um yeah. him and Lena Rain came along. Oh, so, fantastic! That's cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I was sat there with like Richard, um, Yoris Deman, um, Kevin, and Lena, and we're all just having like a laugh yeah. and some drinks. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there going, "Oh, great lord!" <laughs> There's some <laughs> really good doing? music makers. There's <laughs> <laughs> some really good composers sat right here. Yeah, no, it was really nice. And, um, Kenny Young came as well. Um, he came just to be part of the crowd. Oh yeah, which was nice. Um, Kenny's a lovely, oh, lovely man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't he? Did, he did the uh, did the Astro Bot. Mm-hmm. I yeah. absolutely love that soundtrack. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. love it. I've got it on. I went and bought it on vinyl. Yeah, it's it's did you? Oh, Yeah, great. I loved it. I, I had to, you know, I had to. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And then I don't know whether you've got a PS5, but you played Astro's Playroom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I played that as well. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it as well, um, being kind of built into the PlayStation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really enjoyable. Really. Yeah. And there's just not, there's not loads of games like that out there where it's kind of, it's quite relaxed and the yeah. music's really lighthearted and mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. It was just a real nice experience. Mm. So you've you've got quite a number of games now under your belt. Uh, three decent sized games. Yeah. Oh. Um, yes. And uh, so I did. So I did Ari in the Secret Seasons, and that was um, was about a a girl who um, was the guardian of winter. Well, her father was originally the guardian of winter uh, mm-hmm. and she had to take over from him. And um, she ends up becoming like the guardian of seasons. She can control the seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's quite, it's like a puzzle based game where she can cast these domes of just winter or mm-hmm. just autumn. And, and, and you have to use those to sort of progress through the game. Um, that was a lot of fun. And stylistically it was, you know, it was quite, um, I, I always wanted it to do it orchestral, you know, an orchestral sort of soundtrack. Yeah. And um, it was interestingly, like I ended up with not very much time to do that soundtrack. And mm-hmm. um, 
I think like, I think just thinking back to it, I think I did like 35 tracks in like two months. Um, wow. It, we, just, we just, yeah, just had to churn them out. And it was, it was because, um, it was because the, I think just like with the, the publishing and stuff, they were like, right, we need to, we need to sort of wrap this up. And yeah, and, and never forget, like the, the developer said was like, yeah, we need to, we need to finish the soundtrack. And I'm like, I've barely started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it's like a real intense two months where I sort of sold my soul, but I was really like, still don't really know how I did it, but it, yeah. I'm so pleased with how that comes to. Yeah, you do. You just get it done, don't you? Um, and especially because, you know, I wanted to, I, I had this whole, because I was on the project for like a year and a half, two years. Wow. Um, but, but but it was, you know, the, it, the game was sort of moving slowly along the process. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, when the game's more fleshed out, because every time they would come back to me, it would be like six months later. And I'd be like, well, I'm a d different composer like now like we're all growing and like yeah. evolving and i've got new plugins and um <laughs> new toys yeah that yeah exactly and that that kind of that kind of that approach kind of bit me in the ass a little bit because um then i ended up with like not very much time to do the whole soundtrack but like you say it, i sort of pushed on and and it all came together in the end thank god but um yeah off 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 the back of that one then i did a game called um override 2 super mm -hmm. mech league which was like very different <laughs> in uh <laughs> it was like you know giant anime robots fighting each other for sport um and they so wanted cool. kind of this yeah it, it is it was good fun actually and you know quite enjoyable to actually get a build off to be like right mm -hmm. you know like how do we do the music um interesting as well in in approach because there's like there's less of a story there yeah. um like narratively so mm -hmm. it was they had this this idea where they wanted to do um so i i did the pitch right and mm -hmm. they they liked the pitch and they said what we want to do is that same piece of music but in i can't remember now maybe like eight different aesthetics so okay. we have the main theme but then we have the kind of like the merry-go-round version of it and we have the beach version of it and we have yeah. the you know the the heavy metal version of it um so it was quite fun to sort of wear many hats um and i quite yeah i quite enjoyed that especially the surf guitar like got to use some you know <laughs> 90s surf guitar like that was fun um yeah and yeah and then and then out, out the other side of that it was um it was century age of ashes which was probably the you know the biggest title that mm. i've done yet um the developer called play wing um and that that i mean that was absolutely that was a kind of a dream project for me mm. in terms of the way that i write it's either it's either you know sort of very light-hearted disney type stuff that i write or it's really you know crazy big epic mm -hmm. um you know fire fire breathing dragons and swords and stuff is is also my bag so um <laughs> yeah that that was a real fun <laughs> that's a real fun one to work on but it's something that just popped into my head. Um, what would be kind of, or do you even have kind of life goals when it comes to your work? So do you think like maybe in 10 years time or even less, you think, do you know what? One day I'd love to be composing at Abbey Road or uh, Air Studios or mm. wherever. 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So it's so <laughs> like bucket list type stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I quite recently was fortunate um, enough to have a little look round Air Studios. It's beautiful, isn't um, it? Oh yeah, and I, I just, spent a day I, there. I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So you you've been round too. It's just yeah. Well, I was just, there with them. Um, you know, we got we got the tour. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Go on. I was there with um, Gareth, Gareth Coker, doing Ori. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah. Honestly, Another I even think about it now, I get goosebumps. It was phenomenal. Really? So you got yeah. to see you got to see them actually recording mm-hmm. the Ori stuff? Yeah. Wow, what a privilege. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. It, honestly, um, I, there's something like we stood in, you could sit in the booth with, with them behind you and, you know, they're doing their thing, mm-hmm. um, or you could go into mm-hmm. the actual room and stand there and not breathe. <laughs> yeah. Not breathe. Just, yeah, it's too scared to breathe. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. exactly. Not breathe and just stand there and you can hear it. It sounds completely different in the room than it does to when you're in the control room. Um, but mm. honestly, I, I I think I left Leeds at about half past five in the morning and I got home at half, about half past 11 that night. Um, oh. But it was wonderful, you know. And it's such a shame because... At the end of the day, they were like, "Can you come tomorrow?" I was like, "No, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I have to go all the way back home." <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, exhausting, I mean, but it's was... so worth it. I bet. I, I mean, yeah, I'm very jealous for one that you mm. that you that you got to do that. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, just like a friend of a friend was um, was having a little tour around there and. You know, having used the Spitfire samples and stuff over the years, I was like, "Oh, absolutely! I'd like to go and go and have a little look around." And it's a really lovely building, yeah. and um, I don't know, just being in that space and then hearing about all the greats that had, that had been there, like Zimmer and yeah, and you know, and, and and like people like um, sort of like Coldplay and Elton John and all that kind of stuff as well. So it was <laughs> it was really cool to be in that in that space. Yeah. Um, so I think something for me in that day was like, I would absolutely love to record there at some mm-hmm. point, you know, that's, that's one of my goals that, and, uh, and, you know, yeah, fingers crossed. Right. Um, same, same with, same with uh, Abbey road as well. It's, uh, yeah. and uh, apparently that's only like that. 20 minute walk from air. It's not, yeah, it's not far, is it? That's mm. what I've heard. Um, I haven't been there myself, but, um, no. I was, you know, I was I'd, actually, love, I'd love to, I'd love to yeah. be, I'd love, love the reason for me to go there w- would be the fact that I was recording. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. if I, maybe if I'm patient. And I am, <laughs> oh, um, I'd actually been invited last year, um, but I had to, right. I just changed jobs and I was in the middle of the training and they were like, oh, it's really important that you do all your training. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, fine <laughs> i oh. suppose you're right <laughs> i know it was frustrating but it'll happen at some yeah. point you know i was right previously again but then covid happened so you know <laughs> yeah i know covid ruining all sorts um, yeah and i mean how did that yeah, and, impact on you yeah so, so that's a good question actually i i think I felt very fortunate in this, in that situation that I built such a big following on with my trend orchestra stuff, with my, Mm. 
with my with my covers um because naturally the whole world kind of shut down as far as yeah. gigs uh and projects and stuff like that right so mm-hmm. um i was fortunate in the way that you know people did continue to use spotify and itunes and stuff like that so i definitely you know yeah it, it didn't it didn't luckily it didn't affect me too much mm-hmm. um I just sort of buckled down and did more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, what, what about yourself? Like how did, um, it, how did was, it affect your stuff? I, well, instantly, I remember I was off in the middle of a week for whatever reason. And I just got a phone call from mm-hmm. the office saying, I'm coming around, you're going to get your laptop in half an hour. That was the last time I ever walked into that office. And then... really. Then in the middle of the pandemic, I get a brand new job and we had to go into the office. So that was interesting um, to do like online training and stuff. Um, And then that was in November of 21. 20? November 20. And that, yeah, November 20. One big blur, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And then um, I started that new job, did the training, and then in the January, um, we were still in the office, and the, one day they were just like, yeah, yeah, we, we have to send you all home. I remember being really upset and crying on the way home because I thrive on that kind of personal contact. You know, I, I go into mm. the office now every day. Um, yeah. I'm in a different role now um, as of last year, and soon I'll be able to do kind of hybrid working so, but I'm really not even that bothered. Mm. You know, my yeah. partner works from home and quite frankly, I'd be done by murder by the Friday on the first week if I was here, <laughs> you know. Can't do it. Just, you just hear him downstairs. <laughs> I don't know, like, so So th- this is this is something that I, that I, I talk about quite often, actually, the, mm. the, the fact that, um, you know, people are like oh you work from you work from home all the time or you guess you get to it and i'm like yeah like it's yeah. it's it's cool but oh. being 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 locked away like yeah. in in your little cave or whatever like we kind of we're not supposed to be no. like that we're we... supposed to interact with people and um yeah. so i have to make a real effort to go to go and do my extracurricular stuff mm-hmm. you know like this it's the stuff that's kind of good for the soul i do yeah. a lot of jujitsu i go to the gym a lot like that they're, they're the things that you know keep me sane yeah uh, i mean that's the it's thing su- it's super important yeah i didn't have anything like that in the first lockdown and I'm, honestly by the end of it i was going crackers you know the only place i could yeah. go was to the supermarket you know um mm-hmm. and then on a weekend i would go shopping for my best friend who was isolating and we would talk on the phone while going around the shop. Do you want this gin? Yeah. Do you want that gin? You know, <laughs> can you get me? <laughs> um, and then I'd go for, I'd drop up the food, drop up the stuff, and then we'd go for a socially distance walk for an hour. Right. And that was it. Right. That was, that's all I did for, a, what, about a year. You know, I didn't get to go anywhere. You know, I remember going to a gig um, a couple of years ago. It was the first time I'd been to a gig since COVID. And it was in a really tiny venue called Atma in Manchester. And it's basically like someone's mm-hmm. back room or something. And we went to see a guy called Tom Aspel, who's brilliant, by the way. Um, 
going to see me again. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> and <laughs> I remember we all had no masks on. I remember us all standing in the room at the very beginning, looking at each other, kind of going, well, we're just going to have to get used to it. And then, yeah. you know, I danced yeah. for eight hours straight. It was fantastic. I'll tell you a little story about that when, <laughs> when the camera isn't rolling because it's it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I look for, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Yeah, no, the whole the whole gig scene. Yeah, you know, that was a weird that was a weird one, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. to, to sort of transition back into that. Um, yeah. Like I don't know whether you've seen being being okay with it. Mm, I don't know whether you've seen um, or you might be a fan of um, Sophie Ellis Baxter. She um, released a video a year or two ago. Um, for crying at the discotheque and it's her on her own in all the venues that she would have played normally like and it's kind of it's a bit sad you know i get a bit yeah. teary watching the video because you're like it's supposed to be yeah. full of people and it, they just weren't just mm. these empty venues mm. you know That's limping bizarre, along in COVID. It's bizarre. yeah yeah so mm. i have a question for you and it's kind of one i ask a oh. lot um kind of to round Ready. the show is <laughs> in the last 10 years can you think of a soundtrack not by you that you've sat back and listened to and thought that's amazing Ooh. <laughs> um, i know it's a bit imagine if I, imagine imagine <laughs> if i did say me <laughs> <laughs> You know what? My work, um, no, I'm kidding. Um, it's bloody brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I just finished. I'm just, I'm just making sure I, I, I'm just double checking that I want this to be the one that I say. Yeah. But I, I've just finished got, um, God of War Ragnarok. Okay. And, um, like the soundtrack was just absolutely phenomenal and i the, a song in particular mm -hmm. um in it it's like blood upon the snow i think it's called mm -hmm. um and it features hosier and like that song in particular i listened to it and it just like hit me like so hard like on every level i was like this mm -hmm. is such an incredible piece of music um i'm i must have listened to it like 10 times in a row mm. um that whole soundtrack i absolutely yeah. adored and and Flash. it makes obviously yeah it's, it's it, there's a lot of callbacks to obviously the original god of war yeah. um McCreary stuff anyway mm -hmm. but um that soundtrack the game you know story-wise like Mm -hmm. all of the kind of the, the way the narrative goes and the way that the music shows that i'm mid was play, just so I'm... super powerful are yeah. you okay so i won't i won't i won't say anything um, <laughs> um but... weirdly about the god of war center of the ragnarok um for me when you turn your machine on and it's just you're on the tile for god of war that beautiful sound that comes out I sit and listen to yeah. that particularly for ages. I love that bit. I'm like, this is my favorite bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, I just, I was thinking to myself, like I haven't, in a, I realized that I hadn't in, in a while been so like 
like hard hit by a song that I'd heard. Um, mm. But when I listened to that Blood Upon the Snow song, I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know, when I finished the game, I was like, no, like I want, I want to keep, I, want I did, more. did everything. I like, mm. yeah, like I want more. Like I went, because they, this, the, the, the power of storytelling in that game is, mm-hmm. is, is so like. I love the fact that I know something good. is coming, <laughs> but nobody yeah. talks about it. No one. Right. So right. I'm looking forward to that. Right. Yes, Definitely. yes, yes. You have to let when you finish it, you know, let let me know how you get on because yeah. Um I could talk about that forever, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm flitting between that, yeah, that and um Elden Ring, which I'm coming up to three hundred hours on. Oh. <laughs> three hundred hours. That's impressive. I did <laughs> I think I did uh must have done about I think about 170, 180. I think. Um and then and then I got distracted by yeah. Another game. I can't remember what it was. But it's for me. It's 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 for me and my my best friend. We play that because it's kind of like our chill out kind of time. We can enjoy each other's mm. company and kind of you know she kicks everybody's yeah. ass. Yeah, <laughs> we're like right. We need to do I, I, this. Let's go here. Do that. Get this. And, yeah. Yeah. So. There's not. I feel like there's not enough of those kind of games where you can do them. You know, sort of co-op like that. I, I the mechanic yeah. where you have to summon them in is is a little bit heartbreaking. I wish we could just, you Did know, around, run around yeah. together consistently. Yeah, but that said, like me and my brother played played that together pretty mm. consistently. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nice that you can you can. It's not a stressful one, really, is it? And you mm. you, you work together. Flip to now when we play Rocket League together and uh you know we're kind of at each other's throats because, <laughs> because it's super honestly you should hear how badly we swear it's terrible and yeah. the kind of language that we use in the game you know if we're fighting a boss fight it's like you know ray yeah. ray he's looking at me and it's, like, <laughs> it's silly but yeah yeah, yeah. These, they're, they're no joke the bosses in elden ring as well they're no, no. joke so um i'm going to ask you a really mean question very briefly coming up to the very end of the show is when are we going to hear some stuff when are you going to hear some stuff what is it in in, what is in coming from me yeah um well uh so i have um some some stuff in the pipeline that i'm ndas yeah no yeah yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) we all love a good nda (laughs) what can i talk about i i am working on a Wait, can I talk about this? Yeah, Don't I am. Talk. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm working on a little. A li- I'm 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 working on a little short film, um, uh-huh. at the moment, um, which I've posted a little bit about, mm-hmm. um, which I'm I, I'm loving, um, Good. doing, um, and then as for, trend orchestra wise cover stuff, um, I just released my, my Pokemon Yellow album, which was hugely nostalgic for me, um. <laughs> But yeah, I have my next one. I have oh. my next one. I think in my in my sights. So, so um, yeah, I'm just going to round off and say thank you. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. No, it's been an absolute ball. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> no worries. This is why I love doing this because it's just so chill. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, I happily do these. Happily talk about video games and video game music any day of the week. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you to you again, um, Marcus. And um, hopefully we'll My hear pleasure. something from you soon. See you, bye, cool. everybody. All right, mate.